Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot. I'm here with producer Steve, and uh, this is episode four of the podcast. We are talking baseball, and we're talking some NBA here today. We had a lot going on there um, this yesterday, this past weekend. Uh, a lot of baseball, a lot of NBA. The Nuggets are now going to the finals. First time ever in history, uh, the Nuggets are going. Steve, you lived in uh, you lived near Denver uh, or in Colorado yeah. for a few years. Uh, yeah. What does what does that mean to this the city of Denver? Uh, it's huge. Uh, I think the franchise started like in the '90s, if I'm not mistaken, maybe the '80s, something like that. I know it's one of the newer ish franchises, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it's big. They just had a, a renaming of the stadium uh, maybe two years ago or so. So they're, I think they were really making a push. Um, you know, of course, with the Okich being their, their uh, poster child. <laughs> oh, I yeah. think they were really making a push to, to kind of make a name for themselves as a team. And, man, they looked pretty good. I mean, they were down, what, by 20 at halftime or 18 or something at halftime, came back and won. I mean, man, what what they were what they were able to do was pretty damn remarkable. I mean, I sweeping the Lakers because that was a pretty tough Laker team. After um, a thirty-one point half by LeBron and Jokic yeah, pulls out a triple double and and they just shut him down in the second half. I mean, yeah, LeBron pulled. You know, LeBron is on all cylinders there in the first half. Um, but you know, you you speaking of the Denver's history, I'm not sure when they were established. Yeah, but, I think they're a pretty new team. Yeah, th this is the most success they've had in three years since they played the Lakers in the conference finals three years ago when the Lakers beat them. Yeah, yeah. And and um, it, and then also before that, I think the last time they had this much success was with Carmelo Anthony in the I want to say two thousand nine. Uh, I don't know if it was the conference finals. They played the Lakers then too, but um, they end up they end up losing there. But uh, it was a uh, man, it was pretty darn close. Like then, that was probably the most, um. From from then that they they've ever had because they like I said they've never been to the finals they've uh, had a few few time chances then with Carmelo and then with Jokic in twenty twenty uh, Murray blew out his knee um, the following year and that was kind of that was kind of it man I mean they got put out the last two years pretty pretty easy but um, Jokic can't do it all himself I there here's one thing it just shuts all the Jokic haters up right right away and then we'll Big get time. to we'll get to LeBron on the next segment I, but I. Because everyone's getting to LeBron, and you know he had his press conference yesterday. If he'll return next year, he's unsure about his future. But I just wanted to give Jokic a little praise here. It's pretty damn remarkable what this guy did. Um, he is the best player in the league. He's he that, Dude, that hands is, down. Yeah, I, like I was, I've been telling everybody around. I'm in Philly right now. I've been telling everybody around here that Jokic should have had the MVP. I don't think it'd be. And won you're that. a Sixers fan, dude. This I know, dude. This should have been Jokic. Punch you in the face, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, you know, I actually think the I actually think the MVP probably should have went to Embiid. Jokic, they, the whole Denver team kind of coasted the last month. There was a lot of bad basketball from Denver the last month, but you you yeah. see why they were getting ready for they were getting ready for this. They they knew what they knew what they needed to do. They came really close a few years ago with this team, and uh, you know, and they have set it up. They're really deep. Um, whoever they play, Boston or the Heat, that game will be starting here in 30 minutes as we're recording this on Tuesday. This that'll be game four. The Heat are going for the sweep themselves, which is another mind bottling blowing, yeah. dude. I just I can't believe it that the Heat, you know, everyone was laughing at this team. This team lost the playing game to the uh was it Chicago? And then uh yeah. or and, and then all of a sudden 
you know, the, this team, they end up, they end up winning, uh, I think against the Hawks. Um, it was Atlanta. Yeah. And yeah. They're like an eight seed, I think. Right. Sorry. It was the other way around. The Hawks beat them in the play, the playing game. And then they end up beating Chicago uh, to go on to play the Bucks. And then who who knows what happens when, if, if uh, Giannis plays the whole series, cause Giannis missed uh, pretty much the first game and the second game uh, was never really healthy in that series. And so that led to a whole group of things that led to a coaching fire, but, uh, Budenhoser, and um, then the next series, they end up beating the Knicks, who um, I, I sort of thought they were going to beat the Knicks, even though the Knicks were a little bit better on paper. But, um, you know, them about to sweep the Celtics, man. Um, no one gave them any chance. They were underdogs in game one and two by almost 10 points. Uh, they were underdogs at home in game three, which, again, they were like they were uh, plus four and a half at home. And then now they won by 24 or 26 yeah, points they, or something. They blew the gate. That that game was over at halftime. And then Crazy. they're finally getting some respect. They're minus two at home today, which I think that line's even going down. A lot of people are thinking the Celtics are going to pull a game out tonight. Um, I mean, maybe they will, they will, but I do not think the Celtics, I mean, they, they would be the only team ever to come back to do it. If they could pull it off, uh, you know, they could be the 2004 Red Sox uh, pulling, yeah. <laughs> uh, pulling it off, you know, but it would be absolutely amazing if they won four games in a row against this this tough ass Heat team, who you know Spolster is the best coach in the league. I remember a few weeks ago that I was saying that uh, Curry was the best player in the league. Uh, you know, Jokic is the best player in the league. It's not even close anymore. Um, I think they're destined to win the finals, and I think they're going to win it pretty easily. Whether it's going to be in five or six, I don't care who they play. If it's the Celtics or the Heat, um, they're too deep. Jokic is too damn good. Jokic reminds me so much of Tim Duncan in the early in the early two thousands, man. Um, whether it was passing, the shooting, dude, he he's just on a whole nother level. And uh, this, like I said, man, it reminds me of really just some of those Duncan teams where it was like, man, this guy is you know playing in chess and everyone else is playing checkers. Everything this guy does is just super. It's just really amazing, man. And um, yeah, yeah, just just want to give Jokic his his due, man. This has been absolutely incredible from. Just everything they kind of had to face. I um, you know, you got eight triple doubles in the playoffs. That's yeah. a record, NBA and, record. And man, um, in game one, he held he held them in there because the Lakers, not like they bend over. They they might have they might have got their their ass kicked in um game three, but man, in uh, game three was kind of close. But man, it was pretty much of a, you know, g- game one. The Lakers were making shots. They shot really game well in the field. Yeah. Um, but the Nuggets shot a little bit better, and they kept they kept draining these wild threes. And they, I they so I, I think they pulled the game one out of their ass a little bit because of those just wild threes that they were making, and the Lakers uh, hung in there. And then in game two, the Lakers blew it. The Lakers were up at, at halftime by d- d- double digits. Yeah. Um, LeBron, you know, missed this wide open dunk that he he was a little fatigued. It, you know, maybe yeah. it was the uh, mile high. <laughs> you know, that's what everyone's blaming, and yeah, it probably was that, but. You know there there's a there's a lot there, man. That that actually could have went went on and and uh, happened, but it, it it's just kind of crazy to really think about with um with with them with, with just how it all it all played out because uh, they came back last night again and they end up getting the sweep. That's just really hard to do coming back from double digits down multiple times and yeah. sweeping a really tough team in the you know in LeBron James, the greatest player of all time, I in my opinion. Um, some people are like, oh, he's not the greatest player of all time. He just got swept. This guy's in LA this too. 38 in LA. Dude. Well, LeBron, yeah. dude, absolutely amazing. 
And you know, uh, enough on Denver. Let's talk about LeBron. Let's get to the let's get to him real quick, man. Um, he he said yesterday he's undecided about his future. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He said, you know, maybe that his ambitions to play with his son uh, might not be his son's ambitions. You know, there's, so there's a lot of like skepticism going on there. LeBron's gonna be back next year. You could write that book. Yeah, it, there's whatever. no doubt. There's no Le- doubt. LeBron cares about his legacy too much. It's not even about the money. Yeah, he's a, you know obviously there's forty seven million dollars hanging on the table for his contract too. I don't know if LeBron will return to the Lakers. Maybe they'll trade his contract. Maybe they'll let him out of his contract. There, there's a lot there that that could happen. But um, I think the Lakers are gonna get their guys back. They're they're they don't have a lot of flexibility. They don't have a lot of trade capital. All their trade assets are pretty much gone. They have one first round pick. I think they could trade for this decade. Um, there are very minimal free agents out there. They're hopefully going to, they say they're going to resign Austin Reeves and uh, Rui Hachimura, who are both restricted free agents. But whatever happens, if the Lakers decide to run it back or if LeBron's on another team, the guy will be back. He's too damn good. I mean, you do. This guy's put up 40 points in a Western Conference final elimination game. He obviously is not the same player as he used to be, but he's still better than 90% of the NBA. And yeah, that, I mean, 31 points and a half. There's not yeah. a handful of guys that can do that right now. Yeah, younger guys. I mean, you no. can't name too many people that could put up 31 and a half. No, and and like I said, Le- LeBron needs and then to they held him to six or something in the second half. So, I mean, they adjusted, Denver adjusted. Yeah. But, I mean, Le- yeah. LeBron, got, LeBron got tired, man. And he got tired, right. He got tired and like he was really like one of the only guys scoring on the team um from from that man. It's there's no other like Anthony Davis is as good as he was in some of those series, he's he's not the same player. Like Davis is not the um the scoring dominant big man that we saw win the MVP five years ago, four years ago. Now. Back, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. He's, he's just not that same guy. He's not the same guy who led him to the 2020 uh uh, NBA finals, man. The finals. And, yeah. And so it's just, they're going to have to get scoring a different Le- LeBron. I, what I thought the Lakers should have did is let Austin Reeves just do his thing. They really, I think that's where they really messed up in this series. Cause um, I don't think the Nuggets had an answer to Austin Reeves. As <laughs> crazy as that sounds, Reeves is pretty darn incredible and he's really important to this team. And um, I don't think they're going to let him go, even though um, they might not be able to pay, even though they're going to have to go into the luxury tax to pay for uh, Austin Reeves. Um, but anyways, I, whatever scenario it is for LeBron, I think he comes back. Um, I think he, he just, I think he's gonna look at it five years from now. He's gonna do the Brady thing. He's like, I need to put it all on the table. And that, yeah. that's what Tom Brady did. Tom Brady literally put it all on the table until he just probably looked like a shell of himself this last year, <laughs> even though I thought he ended, even though I thought if he would have ended it when he almost came back against the Rams in 2021, um, I thought, or in the 2021 season, I thought that he would have um, wouldn't have been great if he would have went out that way. He went out, you know, against the Cowboys in a fashion where he probably shouldn't have been playing anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think LeBron is like, you know, probably talked to Tom Brady. He probably would call, you know, call him today. If I do, what should I do? Uh, I think LeBron has two more solid seasons in himself, and I think he's gonna be like, all right, what is my best way? That that's how he's looking at this. He's calculating on how he could win a championship, where he could go out there and be play eighty percent and not at a hundred because. He tried to th- he tried to hundred. He just can't do it no more. Yeah. I applaud him, applied I applaud him for trying to even going out there and doing that. It's been absolutely amazing what this guy has tried to do. Um, I like you said, man. Hats off to LeBron. 
Um, everyone's been talking about it all day on the sports shows. I just wanted to acknowledge it a little bit and we'll kind of move on from there. Um, you know, that, that heat, well, we'll talk about the heat and, um, and the Celtics, uh, I think maybe towards the end of the segment as, uh, that, that game will kind of be started here in about 20 yeah. minutes. Uh, but let, man, let's get into some baseball, dude. Um, it's been, it's been crazy. Uh, one of the hottest teams in baseball have been the Los Angeles Dodgers. They um are going against the Braves. They kicked the Braves' ass last night. Yes, um, they did. And they're they kicking Strider's ass right now. The Braves are uh, they've already put four runs up on Strider, and uh, man, they they are doing it. They they called up Bobby Miller, their top pro, their top pitching prospect today. Um, he looks like he's doing a little solid right now against against them. Um, the the Dodgers ha, are within first place of the division, and um. It's gonna be a look like a driving force between them and Arizona. Everyone thought it was gonna be them and the Padres. No, Arizona has been. Arizona's here to play. They have the bullpen. They have the the offense to do it. And um, man, they're 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 obviously smacking your fills around. Um, yeah, the Padres are in fourth, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Uh, who 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 would have thought their their pitching is definitely not even close to what people would have thought they were gonna be. Um. Yeah, man, it, it's been it's been one of those things where it's like, wow, you got to really look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh man, are the Padres going to be uh, the team that um, everyone thought they were? Uh, with you know Soto, you know him, the you got to question yourself. Or like, are we going to give this guy four hundred million dollars? And and some people are like, yeah, it's still a no brainer. The guy's too young. He, yes, he is too young. But now this is two seasons. Yeah, but it's of, two seasons in a row, right? Yeah, of him. Yeah in this dude and it's pretty it's pretty bad um and what the what you know they're gonna have to look at themselves in the mirror like good god we're paying all these guys all this money it's just gonna be really hard when you're looking to pay him um you just paid bogarts all this money and i i don't believe there's anybody else left on their 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 uh team to pay um unless i'm missing somebody they've already locked down tatis bogarts um they have Machado locked up for a long time. They locked up Cronenworth. I don't know how they're going to pay all those guys. They have a uh, Dar- Darvish locked yeah. up. They have a uh, Musgrove locked up. It's, <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I hope they don't lock up Snell. He's been pretty bad for them. Um, but some of their trades just haven't worked out. They've they've given up pretty much everything that they have in the farm system for this yeah. team to win now, and they are for not this producing. team, right? They're not producing at all, dude. They got they got swept by the Dodgers. They lost two or three to the. Royals, yeah. I mean, they've lost eight out of their last ten. They yeah. lost two or three to the Red Sox. Speaking of Bogarts, yeah, I mean, it's bad. It's real bad. No, oh, yeah, it's been really bad. Um, let's let's get to our division. Stay in the NL. Uh, let you know the Mets have uh, they they woke. They they waking up. I was yes, watching last week when they played the Rays. I thought this team was left for dead. Um, again, going into this Rays series. It was um they were on the game two the the Rays beat them uh in game one they were on game two where they, they called a Vientos their third baseman uh one of their uh the hottest uh prospects in baseball for 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 them hit, hitting and uh, he came in gave them a boost he came in hit a two run home run in the seventh inning brought the, tied the game that was a tied two two of course the Mets bullpen gives up three more runs. Uh, then the Mets are down uh, five to two in the bottom of the ninth on the last out on the last pitch. Uh, Fra- Francisco Alvarez, their other rookie hits a three run shot, ties the game. 
makes it 5-5. Then the polar bear, Pete Alonzo, walks it off in extra innings, hits a three-run shot to beat the Ra- uh, the Rays. And from there, man, it's been – they won five straight. The offense around, has been yeah. – yeah, the offense has been reloaded. They got rained out uh, on Sunday, so they didn't play Sunday. And uh, they had a day off yesterday. Um, but they're playing the um, – sorry, uh, got them up. They're playing the Cubbies right now. Yeah, they're playing, yeah the Cubs. Uh, Senga got scratched from today's start. And, um, yeah, man, they're rolling. Yeah, I the, saw Verlander had a pretty solid uh, outing. Yeah, Verlander and, and – a little um, doubleheader and, and Scherzer. Uh, yeah. I, I remember uh, – yeah, I was watching one, one of those games. I think it was the one that Verlander pitched. Yeah, he yeah. was looking pretty good. They were, they were playing well. And Lindor, I mean, yeah, you guys got – you guys been doing it. Yeah, no, nah, man, they, they've they're, – their bats have woken, led by the young guys. Um, but this is what they were – this is what they needed, man. They needed this sort of burst because the team was too good. Um, you know, you look up and down the lineup. They just have way too good of hitters to be playing this bad. They had seven shutouts on the year already, which is just absolutely mind-blowing when we're not even through May, and you're like, damn, you've already been shut out seven times? And you <laughs> yeah. have that lineup, and just yeah. – this is crazy. The the pitchers is being smacked around all, all year. They're already losing four to zero. They had uh Tyler McGill go out there. He's been Jekyll and Hyde this year. The whole the whole uh pitching staff's been kind of just up and down. But anyways, the Mets are finally um put some stuff together to chase the Braves. Uh the Braves um they've lost a, a few lately. Strider, who their ace is supposed to be, he uh has not pitched well. Like I said, he gave four runs to the Dodgers. Uh, today, yesterday, uh, Charlie Morton got lit up by the Dodgers. Give eight got runs. lit up. Yeah, yeah he, he got, um, he got shellacked. The Braves are looking to lose. They're probably going to lose consecutive games in a row if they don't uh, come back here. It's only the third inning right now, but um, yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot to be said, um, here, man, as of lately, because they're, uh, the Phils, they, they win four in a row, lose five in a row. And that's uh, how they do it. Yeah, yeah God. It, <laughs> It's their pitching. It's their offense. I I don't, I don't understand what it is, man. I I really it's don't. A, it's a little bit of it all right now. I mean, yeah. we've we've had a couple decent outings by our starters. I mean, the bullpens. It's like the bullpens either lights out or gives up eight runs. Like it's it's yeah, it's just so up and down right now. We got Shorebrew who can't even bat like a one seventy five, but he hit a grand slam the other day. It's just like <laughs> I don't know. It's just so up and down. It's crazy. When yeah. they're hot, they're hot. And Bryce, Bryce coming back has been really one of the only things. And him and Castellanos, who's been pretty hot lately. But I mean, yeah. Bryce Harper coming back, he's batting like a 400 or something since he's come back. So 350 something. But uh, he's been really yeah. the only rock on the team. He's gone two yeah. for two, two for three, like every game. It's crazy. Yeah. And Trey Turner, who you said is only, he's not batting terribly. He's batting 254, but he came out yesterday and said, he's like, I've, I've just sucked. Well, I mean, it's because they're all booing him. I just watched them do it just now. Yeah. I mean, he comes out and he'll strike out and, and everybody in the crowd is booing Phil, him. Philly's and, a and tough he, place he to play. It. He admitted that he's sucking and shit. Yeah. I had him on one of my, uh, I had him up on my uh, MVP list for the year back in, in March well, when we were doing this, but I, I, mean, didn't, I thought he was going to have like this big season getting traded and he's won a batting title in the past and, and all that, but he's just, he, he had he, an error the other day. He's been struggling. And he came off the World Baseball Classic, man. Remember, he was uh the, he was a Team USA savior, pretty much. Yeah, four home runs in four games or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it was five or something like that. Five, yeah. yeah. And um, man, but yeah, they he they have been absolutely incredible. And um, man, like what what has been 
or uh, he, sorry, he was absolutely incredible then. But now, like, what has been for the Phillies is it's just like, is this what you guys are going to get all year? I, I got to imagine you guys are way too talented and still way too early to to write them off, of course. And as you guys only yeah. probably sit about six games back, I think, of it. Yeah, um, and this is kind of what we saw last year, honestly. Right? I mean, this yeah. is kind of how last year started, except for we had Girardi at the time. We yeah. didn't have Rob Thompson, but they started out like 50 and 50 or something. It was only that last couple of months that they really turned it on. Yeah. And, and, that's kind of, and I think you guys will be able to turn it back on. You guys pitching is too good um, to like, I think you guys have a solid one, two, three. They just got to find their groove. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, you know, and I, I still think uh, when it, when it comes down to it, I mean, I still have a lot of faith in them and I think their pedigree will kind of lead, lead the way. I still think you guys are really dangerous world series um i won't say contenders right now but but sleepers like to kind of have you going back i i would not write them off one bit um but yeah man it's yeah and uh, another team another really just team that has just woken up and they have been scoring runs like crazy and that's the cardinals remember we we talked about fire yeah Yeah, we we talked about it from on the other on the old podcast man Mm -hmm. the cardinals have that team has woken up their offense has been they've been exploding like every game they had a tough series against the Dodgers and they, they shellacked the Dodgers, man. They, yeah, they I took think, three or four from the Dodgers, I think. And in one game yeah. where they put up 16 runs against them. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, the, the Dodgers, um, not the Dodgers, sorry, the, uh, the Cardinals, man. Um, I just, the Brewers just better look out. The Pirates is better look out. I don't think they could withstand it. I think uh, now that they got everything kind of rolling, um, I don't think that it's um, – I think the Cardinals will be in first place come the all-star break. Um, they're up right now 7-5 to five on Cincinnati. Uh, they're just too, they're just too damn good, man. The offense, 1-9, through nine, remember what we were talking about. It's the same thing with the Phillies. You're like, how, how, how is in this team putting up any runs? It's and, unbelievable, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's just how it was, man, is, was, was with these guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, the, the Cardinals have uh, slowly awakened – um and yeah man i uh kind of uh want to move on over here to the uh, al uh you know kind of uh garrett cole got his 2000th career strikeout yeah um making him the third uh make it makes him the third fastest to that mark um a guy who signed with the yankees back at the end of the 2019 season when they um when the nationals won the world series against the astros that was the last year uh, with them and now it's, i think it's his fourth year with the yankees um what's he's guy, also third in era right now too yeah um his he uh, is pitching today got his 2000 career strikeout today um right now the orioles they're up on the yankees at the moment four to one and i gotta imagine cole's um responsible for all four of those earned runs but um man the yankee the yankees who have been hot um, Baltimore second best record in all of baseball. I think Baltimore. Saw that? Yeah, I, I'm really starting to like Baltimore, man. <laughs> love them. I, lo- I love yeah, them. And the Blue Jays too. The Blue Jays are awesome. Yeah, Blue Jays. Well, the Blue they the Blue Jays have um, well that right now they're up ten to one on the Rays, but they have not been playing well. Um, and, no, I mean, it was not as much. It was, it was just a, mo- a matter of time until they scored ten runs. <laughs> right. <laughs> just kind of given. I mean, like they they were getting just um like I don't know if it was Baltimore. And the Rays are um, who just were just able to shut them down, but um, yeah, I mean they they played two extra inning games against Baltimore where they couldn't score. They just got they got their bullpen got rocked, their uh, pitching in general. But 
Um, yeah, man, back to Baltimore, dude. Their their bullpen's been great. Their starting pitches have been really good, and their offense, man, they, they just hit. They had the best catcher in baseball, and Adley Rushman. Um, your 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 guy, uh, Cedric Bowman's man. That guy, um, he's he keeps getting hits. I think he went four for five over the weekend in yeah. one of those games against uh, Toronto. And um, yeah, man, that that whole that whole team, even the Red Sox, man, they've they've been really they've been playing well. They've lost like two in a row now, but man, that their offense has been really good um they keep putting stuff together uh led by a great manager and alex cora uh, but yeah man it's um it, it's been just really crazy for that that whole division man just one through five it's a it's a dog fight it's gonna be a dog fight all the way through and through and i just can't imagine you're gonna see anything kind of like to where it's gonna it's gonna be anything but that you know yeah but uh, yeah, I mean it, that division is tough. I mean, like you said, it's a dog fight, and it's going to be. It's and we kind of saw it last year too. We saw everything flip flop a few times. Um, it looked a little different than it does this year, but it was the same concept where they they all kind of were jumping over each other there for a while. Exactly. And I mean Toronto's two games over five hundred, and they're almost ten games back at first place. It's, it's crazy. Nuts. It's nuts, man. Yeah. It's um and Toronto. I mean, Toronto's got a great team, and they're in last place. It's, it's just the yeah, division it's, is just unbelievable. It's been their pitching. Their pitching has been really bad. Oh, really. did you see Oakland finally won their tenth game? Yeah, <laughs> the other day I, I did. Yeah, and they're they're twenty games back in that division, um, yeah. of of Texas, and nineteen games back of a uh, of a uh, Houston. By the way, Houston, who is nine to one in their last ten, um, everyone was wondering they they fell they fell under five hundred. I think for the first time um, through like 50 games um, since 2015, since they started making their title runs. Yeah. What, what's is a crazy stat? Well, since then they've been absolutely obliterating teams. They won 10 to one. They won nine two. out of the last 10. Yeah. Yeah. They won 10 to two yesterday against the Brewers. They're winning right now against the Brewers. Um, they, they've been, like I said, they've been really just one of those teams where it's like, wow. Um, how are we going to stop? How are we going to stop these guys? Yeah, they're the uh, hottest team in baseball right now. Yeah. They've won eight straight. Nathaniel Lowe said, "This is the this is our division to lose." He said that two days ago. I don't know how he's going to say that when Houston's the defending world champs. They um, <laughs> they've been a little bit hotter than Texas, and I I, I got to applaud Texas, man. They've been awesome. Bruce Bochy taking over um, has put them in a position to where it is going to be them in Houston. Um, you know, I I want to say the Angels, but God, I can't even say the Angels. I w- I would rather say Seattle. I just don't trust the Angels yeah. pitching, man. I just can't. Um, and to, to to say that, it's like, um, you know, Texas has the pitching. They have Evaldi going out there today who only let a one run through his start today, and they're in the eighth inning right now. Um, and it's just, man, um, it's just kind of crazy to think about, like, with um, with whether it's him, who they're, they're already missing to Grom. They have Martin Perez. They got um they have Dan Dunning who is another really good starter. They have guys who um they could even trade and go out and get somebody else. I I don't know who's gonna be available. It's gonna be a really slim trade market. One of the guys names we've kind of heard out there has been um Shane Bieber of the uh Cleveland Guardians. The he Guardians who have not who has not been well. We'll get to them in a minute. But yeah, man, uh, Seattle's even turning around. They're one game under five hundred. Remember they they had a really slow start. Um, it's just another really tough division. And when he comes, when it gets to the, even the all-star break, man, we're, we're going to see maybe we're definitely going to see three of these teams in there. 
being neck to neck on trying to um, get those playoff spots. Um, I maybe you can even say the Angels. I still, I'm still, I've yet to see it. Uh, even though they're 26 and 23 right now, I um, I just can't trust them yet. I, I just can't. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll see after it's kind of all said. But um, yeah, even moving on to the AL Central, um, we'll just talk. Let's talk about the Guardians really quick. They're two games behind. They're, they're a game behind the Detroit Tigers. Absolutely abysmal. And yeah. Yeah, my hats off to the Tigers. They've been they have been really hot. Um, they they went on a they've been on a really uh, solid win streak. Um, I would say win streak, but uh, they won they won a lot of games as of lately. They have been winning a lot more. They've been putting up a lot more runs. Yeah, they have, and yeah. they've been they've been playing just really good baseball. Um, with with Cleveland, they have just they their offense is lackluster. They mm-hmm. are I think they're last in home runs in the league. Um, uh, Jose Ramirez is he's he's been probably their only solid player. Jimenez, my guy, who I call it. Um, he has not played well at all. Um, man, it's just through and through. Like you just kind of look at it. Uh, the Twins who only lead the division are by two and a half games. They're twenty five and twenty three. Um, you know, man, I, I rolled off the White Sox um a while ago, but man, they could put something together and go on a five game win streak. They wouldn't be far back. They're only six and a half games back in first place. Um, there's so much time to be, and they're they're about to win today, so they're gonna be twenty and thirty. Um, there's so much still for this um, division that uh, it's kind of like that uh, the NL Central where it's like uh, the Cardinals you can't write them off at all. So um, you know, and the Cardinals are in fourth place at 21, 28. They're only five games back in first place. They're in Milwaukee, so it's I think those two divisions are really like close together. The AL East and NL East are really close together, and um, the AL the AL West is similar similar to the NL West, which is uh, kind of you know crazy to say. These, it is, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. There, there's so much in baseball, and we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about this a little bit more later in the week when we um, actually kind of we're gonna dig a lot deeper in into what's going on here. But um, yeah, they're they're. Yeah, do you Scotty. believe? Do you believe that uh, Houston and the Diamondbacks have almost the same record? Like what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> man. Just comparing the two divisions. Yeah, I mean, I, it's very very similar. Houston, they're plus fifteen on the run differential. Um, the Dodgers are plus fifty in their division. But Houston, or sorry, uh, Arizona, um, they they've been just they've been really good, man. Um, yeah, they they could score, they could score. Uh, Corbin Carroll's been a stud for them so far, um, and they just you know that you look up and down the lineup, and you're like, man, you're like these guys really, they're kind of reminding you of that Giants team two years ago, where it's like you know you're looking up and down, you're like, God, these guys really. But thing is, is they have um they have Murrow Kelly and they have uh, Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon. He hasn't pitched well in his last two starts, but you, they have those guys where you're like, man, um, they they could really if they get into the playoffs. They're a scary team because that's a scary one too to really yeah. face. And they they're another team that has the, has um, the talent in the farm system to make a really a scary trade if there is something out there. So um, and they and believe me, I'm sure they want to make a trade because they want to win the division. They want to beat the Dodgers. They want to beat the Giants. They want to beat San Diego, man. Um, and I didn't even talk about the the Giants earlier, man. Uh, hats off to Kepler for keeping this team in contention. They're only they're they're um, one game under five hundred, and it's like, man, just um, wow. How, I don't know how they're only one game under five hundred when um, you sort of look at this team. It's like they put you know Michael Conforto in the lineup. They um, got Mitch Haniger, and you know Jastrzemski's finally hitting well, and they have a thirty six year old 
Carl Crawford. I don't know how old he is. I, I want to say he's early 36. <laughs> but uh, their, their, their starting pitch has been great. Alex Cobb with the ERA under two. Um, they are Defiscani has been pitching really good. Uh, Crawford's Alex, 36. Alex yeah. yeah, he's 36. <laughs> okay, I was close there. But yeah, man, um, hats off to the Giants. I, I Baseball has been really competitive. I love it. The only uncompetitive team is the stupid uh, Oakland A's. And I, and uh, today they struck a deal with the Nevada, I think the state of Nevada. The state, for, yeah. Yeah, for $500 million stadium that's supposed to be going there. So yeah, um, it looks like that's going Look like that's going to happen, man. And um, uh, yeah, so, so long the A's. I talked about it with my uh, buddy Frank on uh, Friday who lives, who's a big Oakland A's fan. Um, you know, he, he just kind of blames it all around the blame goes all around and, um, yeah, man, that's just kind of where it's, it's going to be had at and And, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I don't want to talk about the A's. I've talked about them way too much in the last, uh, in the last two episodes, yeah. Of the podcast. but yeah, man. it's crazy. They win like one out of every 10 games. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Just looking yeah. at their, their schedule for the year. You know, it's funny is I've caught myself. They've only won one series this year, and it's been against the Kansas City Royals. I was going to say, I thought it was against the New York Mets. I was like, I'm, I wouldn't have been shocked if that was a Mets. Uh, no, they got <laughs> swept by the Mets. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, the um, yeah, it, it, baseball has been really fun to watch. Um, I can't wait to dig. We'll dig a little bit deeper here um, on the next podcast. Um, it, trying to look through. Is there anything else that we didn't get to that we uh, should talk about? Not on the baseball side of things, no. No, I yeah, I mean, and, uh, a lot of, we covered thing, pretty much all of it. Yeah. Last thing, I guess you know, uh, we did talk about the Heat and the Celtics. That game has not yet started yet. It's about to start here in a few minutes. Close, um, yeah. But yeah, man, um, I I think I, I'm just gonna give a little prediction. I think Boston will win it tonight. I think we'll see a game five. I I just can't. I did if they get if they get swept. Um, it is way worse than the Lakers getting swept. It's just, big time. It's, oh, big time, big it, time. I mean, Boston was one of the favorite teams to go and win the finals. The Lakers are an eighth seed. Boston was yeah. number two seed. Um, they have all their guys. No one's injured. Uh, their coach is terrible. Um, God, man, I keep saying uh because I'm just I'm flabbergasted by how Dude, bad he's only like 34 too. Yeah, he's only 34 years old. He watches. Yeah, it's crazy. The, he watches the movie The Town four times a week. He says. Uh, does he really <laughs> yeah that's what he says <laughs> he so he's going out there and watching ben affleck and jeremy renner four and times jeremy, a week yeah. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite movies i love that movie i see it at least once a year probably just because it's really one of those fun rewatchables um but man uh it, they the celtics have been bad tatum looks like he just doesn't care and i mean that all falls back on the coach man Udoka had them playing a certain way last year and i know that's affected them a lot this year sort of similar to Jordan Poole getting punched in the face that really felt affected the uh, yeah. Golden State Warriors, you know, all year that kind of just lingered. And yeah. I think the way that the Celtics handled the Udoka uh, firing or him being dismissed, whatever you want to call it, um, that ended up being a, that ended up, you know, affecting the team too, man, through and through. And that's, I think that's what is going to lead to the Celtics um, sort of downfall here. I think they lose maybe in five or in six. I don't think they can pull out four in a row if they do. Obviously, it would be the greatest comeback in NBA playoff history or, or postseason history, whatever. Um, if that goes postseason and finals, but yeah, uh, this I I would be shocked if I would be shocked if the uh, Celtics do end up pulling it out. But um, I think they pull off tonight, and uh, we'll see a game five. 
What do you think? Yeah, I could see I could see him winning tonight. I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna go down like that. Although I could have said the same about LeBron and the Lakers, but it's true. That's uh, it, true. It's hard to say, man. But I, I, I mean, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Miami sweep them, <laughs> only because yeah. they beat the Sixers so bad in that last <laughs> game. But oh man, yeah, it's man, it's uh, we gotta well, we gotta it's, examine. it's it started. It's it's on. So yeah, we gotta talk about the Harden situation on the next podcast. Here. We'll, yeah, we'll we do. We'll definitely, yeah, bring, we do. we'll definitely bring that up a little bit more. But um, that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you guys for all listening to the Sportsman Like Conduct podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, and I'm with producer Steve. We will see you guys all next time.